So excited to be able to bring you the Filipino Fridays Music Lounge series every week of May in honor of Exploration Festival for Asian Heritage Month. With me today is a very, very special guest. You already know who she is. You've kind of met her. And now we are going to be blessed by her music today. Please welcome to the show, Jasmine Otter Montan. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> nice. I wonder if people actually know who I am. I've, I feel like I've just kind of popped up here and there in the episodes. And they're like, it's another Filipino. It must be legit. <laughs> <laughs> You're our fam. They know, they know. <laughs> but today is different. Mm-hmm. Today is different. Mm-hmm. But today is different because we're going to get to know you as Otter the Artist. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know, now you know. Um, Otter is also a musical performer and will be sharing her music with us today. But before we get to that, please tell our listeners who you are, what you do, and your journey into your music artistry. Yeah. Um, so everyone's always, everyone usually starts with like, what do I actually call you? Because <laughs> my Instagram name, Otter, um, I guess you could call that like my artist name, stage name, etc. Um, and like I was born Jasmine, that's what it is. And then like on other things where like my more nerdy stuff, I'm ambivert. (laughs) And I just watched Moon Knight recently and I finished watching it and I was like, you know what? I am Moon Knight. This is exactly what's happening. I got like three or six names happening, but... um, Or Asian Baby. Oh yeah, Asian Baby. baby. Inay, 204403, whatever you want. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um... So, yeah, I guess for all artistic musical purposes, you can call me Otter. And um, I've been performing as Otter. Oh, my goodness. Maybe since I was maybe 18 or 19. Um, And I'm currently going towards 29. Oh, my gosh. Unreal. And uh, before that, like I've I've been singing my whole life. I was in vocal lessons pretty young. I didn't love it. I was I was also forced to play piano. I didn't love it. And so this, I, I was explaining this to another artist, but I've had such like a love-hate relationship growing up um, with being a performer, not music per se, uh, because I just feel like music has been the greatest um, like part of my soul, right? And the greatest way to reach me. Um, and, you know, even as I was being forced to like... <laughs> do all these skills and learn it. Like I I appreciate it because like, it's, it's great to see that, you know, you have a family who sees that you're talented and wants to invest with in you. And I appreciate that. And I think like, it was just hard for me to bridge in the emotional connection and really make it like my own thing. Um, and when I was like 11 or something years old, that's when I started writing um, lyrics and I never saw them as poems. I always just saw them as like, oh, these are like little songs, even though like I don't know how to write or compose the songs yet. Um, and it's really grown into that um, now. And I think it's probably just been in the past three or four years that I've really started to say that I want to take myself um, into more of a music career. Um, And prior to that, you know, like I 
was just like adoring being part of the art and music scene that was in Calgary where I was raised. Um, and I had a lot of, uh, amazing local artists there who I like looked up to and like got the chance to connect with. Um, yeah. And it just really made me believe like, Oh, there's so many things about being in this industry that like really fulfills me. Um, and maybe it won't look exactly as like clean cut as like, yeah, I just like, I'm a person who like puts out albums and that's it. Or like, I'm just a songwriter. There's so many different like ways that I would love to take the talents that I learn, um, artistically and share it with others, whether it's my own story or have other people's stories platformed as well. Um, I was very long winded. Um, I, I think maybe the easiest way to explain myself too is just saying like, I am a multi mess artist not disciplined, not multidisciplinary. <laughs> I, I'm like maybe more of a hobbyist sometimes, but yeah, multi-mess artist. Or multi-hyphenate. Hey, I mean, that's really what it is. <laughs> but, um, you know, that is what art, it's not just this one thing. There's different layers, there's different parts of it, right? So whether it's the songwriting or the producing end of it, or yeah, just the performance part of it. And it doesn't have to be defined as this one thing. So I love that you shared it like that because it's really what the experience is. It's more than just this one experience. Mm. So tell us about the first song that you will be performing for the series, which is... ASL, tell us the story behind that. Yeah, I, it's great to start with a song like this. Um, ASL for you young folks who were not using like messenger services when you're younger is like when you'd like meet some random on the internet and you would ask them like, what is it? Age, sex, location, I believe. Um, and I was actually toying with like two different ideas of a title for this. I was going to be ASL or it was going to be AITI, which like in Reddit terms is like, am I the a-hole? <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of internet speak. Um, really, it's it's uh, it's a song about analyzing yourself, as most of my songs are, um, or questioning other people and how they perceive you um, and the way that you put yourself out in the world. And this song uh, was written on ukulele, and maybe one day I will release it in like a studio version. Who knows? Uh, but with this kind of song, um, I really. I think I would like to dedicate it, I guess, like to those Filipino, Filipinex people who like love in the ways that they want to love or exist in that way and like hoping that other people would reciprocate, but have to end up questioning like, hey, like, am I too much? And then coming to terms with yourself and being, realizing like we shouldn't cut ourselves back. We are multifaceted. <laughs> our, our love has so many layers. So like really like who needs to be questioned here the people who want to hold back or the people who you know like are willing to give all parts of themselves yeah and with a heart wide open uh, here's the next song which is asl by otter i was built for loving True facts, but I can't stand for something that I lack. And what will they make of me? Because they see the girl and they know she make them moves. What it take to make it work? No quotes, no cost to choose. Did I ask too much? I only asked for you. 
Take to make it work. More time, more lies to choose. Did I ask too much? I only asked for you. I'm no good at love when love's much worse to lose. Keep tabs on your girl if you're holding this hard to lose. Break to break loose with the truth, putting my all on the line when I'm knowing it's much too late. I can only wait for your love, keep up till this heart is nothing, nothing but enough. Oh, did I ask too much? I only asked for you. Did I ask too much? I only Keep tabs on your girl, keep tabs on your girl, keep tabs on your girl if you're holding this hard to lose. Swagapino. Okay, back to our podcast interview. You know, you mentioned that you grew up in Calgary. Actually, I think we're going to take it way back. Um, you've also lived in Winnipeg. Now, tell us a little bit about, you know, when it came to your experiences growing up in Winnipeg, Calgary, now here, even in Vancouver, you know, what has the Filipino community experience been like? Or maybe you can even share with us the differences um, between uh, different communities communities because obviously based on where the location or region will be it'll be slightly different you know there's like everyone's gonna go to church or sing karaoke have these like fantastical filipino parties are there any differences other than weather (laughs) um and what what has that experience been like for you wow um I I guess let's start in the middle. Let's start in Winnipeg, (laughs) where I was born. And um, I I really don't, I I wonder sometimes why my parents like moved from Winnipeg to Calgary. Because if the idea was that let's get away from the snow, why did we always go back during the coldest parts of the year? (laughs) Like, yeah. And like, even right now, like when I moved here to Vancouver, I was like, I'm getting away from the winter. And then... I still have to go back to Calgary for Christmas. So I'm just kind of like, what is the point? <laughs> um, Winnipeg vibes. Um, the If you look at like the license plate, 
of people from Winnipeg. It's friendly Manitoba. And that is that is no lie. But the funny thing is, is I feel like if you don't actually know somebody in Winnipeg, um, then you might not really have the same kind of experience or might have the same kind of fun because uh, it's so like close knit in community. You know, um, I like grew up. With, it's like, one of the oldest. If if I'm if I may be corrected, y'all can call me out and correct me. Uh, it is one of the oldest, if not the oldest, I think, Filipino community in existence in Canada. So, oh my you know, God. in terms of like, I believe it. in terms of closeness, <laughs> I get it. Like, you know, it's like yeah. they have been doing this for a long time with each other, mm. you know, so, you know, kind of when it comes to the newcomer experience, uh, it might be a bit different, but, you know, at the end of the day, Filipino families, family, but back to you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for saying that. I, I, I always like had a feeling about that because I'm like, I feel like there's no other kind of Filipino community in the same way that there is in Winnipeg. Um, and it's, it's like, it's great because like my whole family moved there. And that, that's just like a cool thing to say. I think a lot of people, a lot of Filipinos have like maybe half their family in like the Philippines, the other half somewhere in North America or elsewhere. Um, but yeah, like my family, they were all able to move there. And both my mom and dad have many brothers and sisters. <laughs> um, but I, I grew up like going to like big weddings, big debuts, like big socials, that kind of thing. And like having a hard time even remembering um, who is my family and who's not. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm kind of glad I didn't spend my time there when I was like starting to date people like out in Winnipeg because I would always be like, am I related to you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we got big families. I mean, it, it's a possibility. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oops, True. nope. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And, and that's Winnipeg. Like, it's truly friendly Manitoba. There's no other community like it. And I think Calgary, um, I, my sense of like community, um, I think, and, and like being in front of like Filipino communities really came from like church or the fact that I went to like a Catholic school. Um, that's where all the Filipino families will like, like be routed. And I think church, especially, um, I feel like that was because it was so like part of like my upbringing and, t and everything. Like I have a hard time going to a church uh, that doesn't have Filipinos in it because I just, I just see that as like a part of it. And Filipino culture um, is, is part of that experience as well. Um, and I don't know if it's fair to say that maybe Calgary Filipinos are quieter. I don't know. <laughs> it, yeah. Yes. And yes. And no. I would say maybe it was just like the settings that are in. I was in. Maybe they were just. They're too cold to be loud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder. Right. They're too cold. Or they're like really busy. Like the I definitely like there is very hardworking Filipinos um, in Calgary. I, I know that for sure. Right. And, and Calgary itself, um, it's just a city that's like very like um, everybody wants to work. Everybody's like looking for something to like make ends meet. That kind of thing. <laughs> Um, so th I think that's my impression of like, uh, Calgary Filipinos. Um, can you humor me? Are there Filipino Calgarians? Is that the term? Yeah. That are cowboys or work in like ranches. And I don't know if you know that, but I'm just curious. Oh, yeah. Filipino cowboys. <laughs> cause, cause Alberta is a, you know, it's a stampede town. So, I mean, I'm just, I'm just 
I have not spent enough time there to know. Yeah, so you know what? If you don't like, mind humoring me, are there such things as Filipino cowboys in Calgary? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, during in July, when it is stampede season, the whole city is decked out in their fake or real cowboy gear. Right. So Filipinos, too, like they would just we just love dressing up. So, yeah, they're all like decked out in plaid. And we have like all these like stampede breakfasts, which is like all over the city. Everybody's like throwing like pancake breakfasts. The Filipinos are there. Like, why wouldn't I be there for free food? <laughs> that kind of I love it. You got your cowboy hat with your barong, you know? Oh my like, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That, is, that cool. is like a mesh of like real, like, yeah, like Filipino diaspora, right? Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. And um, over to Vancouver. You're going to share about Vancouver, your experience so far. Yeah. Oh, I will say though, um, and a, a lot of people don't really like believe this, but that's just because they haven't like been in Calgary like there is a hip-hop scene there there is a community especially I'm thinking about like the dance community too um a lot of Filipino dancers out there and they deserve to be looked at um shout out to my family friends uh the Sulit family who uh, run like um UV Soul yeah amazing amazing dancers amazing community um yeah uh I guess Vancouver my 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 entrance into like like okay like what is filipino culture has been through this podcast <laughs> like that's that's literally what happened is that i feel like you know like i had my i have my family who lives here um just a little bit and otherwise like most of the Filipinos that I've met, I've met through you, which is so funny. But I think that's fabulous to hear that this podcast is doing what it intends to do and trying to build community that way. Um, and just recently, we went to um, <laughs> a queer Filipinx club event that Chia <laughs> dragged me to. <laughs> I'm still kind of like, I can't believe I did that. And that is something that I'm like, I don't think I would see that in Calgary. I, the whole time I was there, I was like, I can't believe this. I was like telling my, my Calgary Filipino friends, I was just kind of like, look at this. This is, this is amazing. Like we need this, but I've heard that here in Vancouver too, like same vibes, like people are also like, sometimes they feel like a little bit disconnected from their community. Um, and then to think about like the, the queer Filipinx people too, like they're, they're also like, wow, we need more of this and they want it. So um, I think all across the board, wherever Filipinos are in Canada, I always see them as like very talented, um, always hospitable. Right. And I know like that's like all the stereotypes, but I'm like, these are my favorite stereotypes about us. Right. That people have warm feelings about us. And yeah. And like they just like respect us in that way. I'm happy about that. <laughs> Well, we're going to be introducing your next song, which is At Your Best slash Zealot. Tell us the story behind this song. Yeah, I, I'm so glad that you like actually asked me about Winnipeg because um, At Your Best is an Aaliyah song. It's a cover, as we know. Um, and I wanted to dedicate like this song in particular to my cousins. Um, I have a lot of uh, cousins, they're all girl cousins like in Winnipeg um and I mean like all of them like we all grew up listening to R&B and like watching MTV and much music together <laughs> and stuff so like I'm here loving the music that I do uh because of them and because they all got married and made me sing at their weddings <laughs> like that is that is what this song is about and I feel like this set list that I'm presenting today I call it like my simp set list because it's just like all these like love songs which is like it's very Filipino about me but I'll explain that later and so that's why at your best is here um and I've 
mixed it in with an original unreleased song I wrote called Zealot. Um, and as I was telling Archie, the funny thing about writing the song is that I was writing it. Um, and it's like a very, like, it's quite a confession of love, but here I was writing the song about this person thinking we're just friends. <laughs> like, like I would like die for you, but like, just as a friend, like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm very like high key on my emotions when it comes to my music. So. <laughs> yep, that's Zealot. Please enjoy the next song by Otter, which is At Your Best, Zealot. When I feel what I feel Sometimes it's hard to tell you so you may not be in the mood to learn what you think you know there are times when i find you wanna hide yourself from me when I don't have the strength, I'm just a mirror of what I see. But at your best, you hollow. You're a positive, motivating force within my life. Should you ever feel the need to wonder why? My silver tongue caught and tied With my head on a platter Think I died No, I matter like you said You have my dying breath Believe my heart in a tin case chest Shall love, I'm your zealot, yell it all my life, won't stop to tell it, the fight for love to be remembered, shall love, I'm your zealot, yell it all this time, I never felt it. song. <laughs>
and hold me to the right of your iron hand. You're the heir of my kingdom. I'll come down, won't play victim. All is fair in love. Have my dying breath. Believe my heart in the tin case chest. Shall love. I'm your zealot, yelling all my life. Won't stop to tell it. The fight for love to be remembered. Shall love. I'm your zealot, yelling all this time. I never felt it. If I steal you a rustic charm, words can only take me so far, so far. If I steal you a rustic charm, words can only take me so far, so far. You can take me apart. Tonight I'll take the honor to be arm in arm. Where you take me apart, you. Welcome back to Filipino Fridays. If you are joining us right now, you are enjoying our Filipino Fridays Music Lounge series, where every week in May, we will be featuring a Filipino AX artist who will be showcasing their beautiful music, the work that they have produced, the work that they have collaborated with many other wonderfully talented people. And today we have with us is Otter. Now we're going to continue with our podcast interview here to talk about Otter and her experience, her upbringing, and the stories that are behind her music. So you mentioned being a romantic <laughs> as a Filipino. This is going to segue into our next song. Oh, it is. But, yeah. yeah, yeah. So tell us about how when it comes to writing music and performing and how you're able to express your emotions, uh, express, yeah, confessions of love. What does music do for you or how does it inspire you to be able to channel that? Yeah, um, this is going to be the part of the podcast where I, I'm going to get like really real just about everything, which I'm like, I hope I've been real this whole time. But you have, um, you have, yeah, yeah. Um, th- there's a couple of things that I guess I want to say about this. Right. And to answer your first question about like writing and expression, um, as someone like who grew up like in a pretty much traditional Filipino upbringing, um, it's hard to find those spaces where you feel like your emotions are safe, where you feel like your emotions are heard. Right. And, you know, I know that's like something that 
many people who have like been part of this podcast community have been like discussing and working on. Um, and I'm glad that people can like, like say those things like flat out and call them as they are. Um, and for me, like writing lyrics, writing poetry and all of these things, um, that was like my way of starting to like, like emotionally regulate for one. Right. And then number two, um, really understand myself and see that my emotions are good and healthy, um, parts of myself too. Right. And calling myself like otter, um, when I first like came up with this name, it was actually like otter than fiction, which is supposed to be a play on turn, uh, play in words of stranger than and fiction. There's like that saying, like, you know, like the truth is stranger than fiction. And I learned about emotional truth and how sometimes like we'll tell stories that like, you know, maybe they're, they're so like, like imaginative and out there, but there's so much emotional truth behind it. And that kind of guides how I, I do my writing. I, I love using metaphors for things. I love creating like worlds that, and characters that like make sense to, um, the emotion that I'm trying to express here. And it's been very freeing for me. And it's also in a way been like a different part of my brain. Like, um, I sometimes will like write things and I'll just, I I'm just like journaling, right. I'm not even intending to like write a poem or a song, but it's just like so natural for me to like find a way to just like explain how I'm feeling, um, and reflect on my inner self. Um, and it comes out that way that it's like more artistic. Um, and then sometimes I read it back and I was like, oh, I can't believe I wrote that, number one. And then number two, oh, this is what I'm really feeling right now. And I didn't realize that. Um, so that's like what's very special to me about writing. Number two, I think the other thing that I really wanted to note here is um, as I've got to collaborate with more artists and see um, and push for this idea that like artists are influencers um, and not like influencers just as like, oh, like in a social media sense. But I really believe um, and see like we've all seen throughout history that how much power that artists have to change what happens in society. Right. And their effect on it. And I really love like any opportunity I can to make like a good um, like social change and like be like an inspiration like for someone. Um, and I don't like always like explicitly do that in my songs because to be honest, sometimes I find it like like a little cheesy for me. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, I mean, like here's like an example, like I really loved Alicia Keys growing up. And then I think Alicia released an album just called Alicia. And I was like, okay, like technically everything's pretty good, but I didn't really like the content because I just felt like it was just like too straightforward in its messaging. Um, and so something that I've like realized as I've like tried to understand myself as like, okay, I'm an artist and I have so many different identities or things that come into play with my identity, including um, my race and my culture. I've tried to I'm, I'm always trying to come to terms with the fact that like, even if I'm not like explicitly saying something that's like about like, let's make like a change or like, Hey, I'm Filipino and Filipinx and I'm proud of it. Um, the stories that I have and the experiences and feelings that I have that in itself is like, that's a mode of protest. That's a mode of like standing up and saying like, I'm proudly who I am. And like, I deserve to have space um, in this society. And I feel like 
my encouragement to like Filipinos, right. Is like, you know, like if you're writing like love songs, right. If you're just like talking about the things that you've been through, like that's, that's important. We need space for those good stories. Right. We need space, of course, always to like understand like our history and stuff, but everything that we live through and the way that we feel it, that's also history in the making. So I think, you know, if like people are like, wow, it's great that you like go and you're involved with like the community and stuff, but you're always just like singing love songs. Like I don't see that as like a disconnect. I think that's, that's truly part of my uh, way of being in the world and standing up for who I am and my communities. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That's how you use what you know best, your artistry in order to create these spaces, in order to advocate for other artists, in order to advocate for your own community, right? We all express it in different ways. It doesn't have to be, let's say, you know, the loud Filipino, <laughs> but it also is in the way that you craft your message through your music. And it's also in the way that you express your love for your people through your songwriting. And it's so, so special. And we all each play a role in that however way we want to be able to share it with the world. And um, and what I love about that, too, is that you also encourage and inspire others to stand in their light, in their own power to be able to express it however way they're able to express, you know, how they love their culture, how they want to um, share their art, how they want to be able to make a change. Um, and it's, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, and it is definitely our time this time. And like you said, we deserve it. Our voices deserve to be heard, however way that it's being broadcasted, however way it's being said, no matter how um, how quiet or loud it is. Uh, we each, you know, are able to really own that part of ourselves that is our identity, right? Which is, again, layered, multifaceted, nuanced, which leads us to the next song. Um, please tell us about your next song. It's, you know, it, it, it isn't um, anything that's a brand new song, but it's definitely a very meaningful song. Um, tell us the reason why you decided to perform the next song, which is <laughs> How Deep Is Your Love? How Deep Is Your Love? Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. On one hand, yes, I did it because uh, Mother's Day is coming up or it's like in this month. And I was like, okay, like my mom loves Bee Gees. Uh, when we, you know, like if you have a mom who like would wake up on Saturday morning and blast music like really loudly. Yeah. My mom blasted Bee Gees. And so <laughs> I'm sleeping and all of a sudden, how deep is your love? Like staying on <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I love the Bee Gees. I love, um, like this era of disco because of it. And I chose it because again, like it just goes with this idea of like, let's just like fearlessly love. Let's encourage other people to do the same. And that's always my hope um, for like my mom, my titas, my titos, you know, like that they, they're so connected to music and they love it too. And I just want to see that happen in every area of their life, no matter how old they get. And my mom will deny that she's getting old and she's not, right? Like, <laughs> oh, beautiful. Please enjoy the next song by Otter, which is How Deep Is Your Love? Um, it's May, so it's Mother's Day. So I'm going to play a song, I guess, for my mom because this is her favorite. Um, but there's a lot of karaoke. Um, fans out there, so I know you're gonna sing along, and that's good too. I know your eyes in the morning sun. 
Like, it's like, I just want to say, like, if you're a Filipino parent, like, really, just show us how deep is your love, please. I just, I love you. That's why I'm doing this. How deep is your love? How deep is your love? I really need to learn. Cause we're living in a world of fools. Breaking us down. When they all should. Right. So thank you again for joining us for our Filipino Fridays Music Lounge series. We are here with special guest Otter, who will now be sharing with us her last song, which is Cancel Day. All right. That's an interesting title. So tell us about the story behind this song. <laughs> Everybody always gets like a little jittery and they're like, oh, canceled. What do you mean? <laughs> um, cancel Day. It's it's actually like it's it's a literal story about a day in Calgary when it was so cold and sometimes you just like get up <laughs> and you like look outside and you see it's a blizzard and like you're like no like <laughs> we're not going out there this is not happening where we have to like cancel like all of our plans like now and sometimes like the news will do it for you right everyone be like yes yeah, too cold don't go anywhere um, but there are also times. And this time in this story in particular, where you just like realize that like life has been running on so fast. Life has been going that like, I think I'm like actually maybe missing something that's important here. And at the time for me, um, I was like stepping into this like, like love, this like relationship. Um, I'm blushing. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> I was like, Ooh. I know. <laughs> simp (laughs) I was like I was like taking this like small step to like maybe like admit out loud and say like I think I have feelings for this person and I can feel it in the way that I'm like I don't feel like anything else about what I'm supposed to do today is as important as like 
being there and like spending time together. Right. Um, And that's what's like so like that's why this song is so like cute and sunny, even though it's like about like a really cold like day and we literally was we were just kind of like you know what like we already woke up late we can sleep all day this is cool <laughs> like we can keep like, and that's fine and um I think like when I think about uh my friends and my family right and even just like what we've all been through uh, for the past couple of years um I think it's it's good to keep into focus and remind yourself to like get rest and have a break and celebrate when those moments of rest like really like show you like what's important in life again. Um, so yeah, of course this is dedicated to my partner and my love because yeah, this is about them. But <laughs> I already knew that. And otherwise, I think it's dedicated for anybody else who just like needs a cancel day claim it for yourself you're allowed to do that take that space <laughs> yes exactly we highly encourage it so make sure you take a cancel day and enjoy this next song by otter called cancel day Someone you know is dragging their feet Never off but off to the race And I don't want to chase another dollar today What's a million when the one in a million is right Where you lay, can we lay like this for the rest of our lives? Give me sugar, give me golden silence So we can call it a night too soon if we stick to that old regular song off tune don't bug me when you're out of the cocoon singing butterflies and honey what can go wrong and it's been so long since we got up and gone we're a picture's worth a postcard and we're happy to hardly belong you and me belong to a break in the shift I'm shifting up the schedule because, well, you catch my drift. I don't want to stay without you, canceling my lonely plans. I don't want to say I love you. I can say you lovely and What's the point of pretending like we don't want to? What's the point of pretending like we want to get to the shit we do every day? But if you were my everyday let the 
world freeze over every plane on delay Cause home is where I start my great escape Thank you so much, Otter, for being a part of our musical series. So excited to have you as a guest. And if y'all don't know, now you will know, Otter Jasmine has been such an integral part of this musical series. <laughs> the artists here themselves will say it. For, yeah, they will agree with me 100 200 percent um she's been working incredibly hard um you know really just uh connecting with the artist uh, helping them with with what they need um setting up uh, all of the technical aspects i could not have survived this series without her thus far <laughs> so not only am i so grateful to have you be a part of this but also honor your story um and to be able to share your music and your work so super super grateful Definitely so blessed to have you be a part of this. So please celebrate that. Yes. <laughs> and of course, we we probably like have like this crazy look in our eyes, but no one can see it because it's a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, but of course, you know, everybody is going to be excited to hear what's next. So what is next for Otter? This is this is the greatest question I ask myself all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I remind myself, just take another cancel day. But ultimate question. <laughs> ultimate question. <laughs> um, yep, yep. It's it's true. Yeah. Um if you need it, you need it, right? Yeah. Well, I'm really enjoying getting to work with other musicians here. And I've been working with um this organization called You Bloom so that I can continue to put on live shows, uh, maybe like smaller, more intimate live shows, or just like really creative ones um here in Vancouver. Um, and I'm hoping like with my music, like I, I want to continue to make music that is important to me and like speaks my story and allows me to like have that place of like healing sometimes, but also, um, like I do want to make music that like people just like enjoy. Like I, I say that I'm like a multi-genre songwriter, but like, I like love pop music. I love, um, pop punk music as well and like all these other genres. Like, uh, so yeah, like I'm hoping for more opportunities to just like jam, get to share my music, get to hear other people's stuff and encourage them in their journey. Um, I'm thinking that I'd love to release a couple singles this year. And I've been like eternally working on this like project. I'm like being very mysterious about it because I'm like, I don't want to like over promise, but I've, I've been working on like two projects for like three or four years, just like in the on the back burner. Um, and one of them is almost like a little short film. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's something that like maybe you'll expect from me. I don't know if you like what I do and you feel like you want to be a part of it in some way, let me know whatever support you can give. Right. Maybe just like high five me and tell me, don't give up. Tell me to like eat my vegetables. Yeah. Otter's very humble, but actually as a musical artist, um, 
Otter has been featured on CBC. So I want to give, <laughs> I want to give her uh, the, I want to give her the moment here and share about what that experience was like to be able to have your artistry acknowledged and to be featured. Um, yeah, share a bit about that. Yeah, you know what? All of these opportunities um, are super cool. Yeah, and I, and I should like talk about them more, not just for my sake, but because I'm like, oh, they're gonna like, they're like actually like paying attention to like what we do um, as Asian artists, as Filipinos, as young people, right? Um, yeah, I I think I was always like a little bit surprised when it happened um, because. <laughs> that that particular feature, you know, they wanted to know more about like the Filipino experience of like being an artist and like what that means. And I you just like get imposter syndrome because it's like I can't represent all Filipinos, all things all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you just like I, I really was just kind of like, you know what? Who I am is a part of like this very bigger picture of who we are as Filipinos. So I'll just like share what I know and, and be comfortable with that. And that's how I like take my music too and all these other opportunities that may or may not come my way <laughs> yeah that was the experience of being on um <laughs> in the news i guess <laughs> yes and we have so many more exciting things to come for otter so please tell our listeners where they can find you mm -hmm. uh, you can find me on instagram uh, my handle is a u d d dot e r uh d as in dork i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yes, the doorman. <laughs> yeah, and um, my like website link is there too. If if you'd like to like take a look, and I'm available to listen to um on all streaming platforms. About two years ago, I released my first EP called Violet Tape. Um, which yeah, if you need a good cry, go there. And I've also <laughs> been a feature with some very dear friends. So yeah, check me out. Spotify, Apple, whatever you please. Let me know. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. Yeah, thanks so much. <laughs> Always for everything that you do. <laughs> Chances the bullet will talk. I'll follow demands. Water runs dry when the sun takes the day. Water gives life when there's life to give up. When I know if it's not late to catch up with the rays, I couldn't look away. How they got all the ways. Water runs dry, hear my cry, take the sky to feel again. Water runs dry, hear my cry, take the sky to feel again. 
and wash the pain to break the chains it's time to reign Chances the bullet will talk. I'll follow demands. Water runs dry when the sun takes the day. Water gives life when there's life to give up. When I know if it's not late to catch up with their ways, I couldn't look away how they got all the ways. Sky to feel again and wash the pain to break the chains. It's time to rain, time to rain, time to rain, time to. If you are just joining us right now, the song that we just listened to was Rain by Argel MDR. Hey, welcome back to Filipino Fridays. It's your host, Archie. So excited to be able to bring to you an episode every week in honor of Asian Heritage Month. What we are doing is featuring a Filipino AX musical artist every week, and we are so excited for you to meet them here in the studio. So please welcome to the show, Argel and Trinity. Welcome. Welcome to Filipino Fridays. Hi. Hello. We're so excited to be here. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Tell our audience who you are, your music, and yeah, how you fell in love with making music. Yeah, my name is Argel MDR. I'm a singer-songwriter. I just dropped um, a de- my debut EP called Rain. <laughs> I use songwriting to inspire uh, young immigrants like me and other youth to pursue their dreams and to find happiness. And true joy, I guess. <laughs> awesome. 
Yeah, my name's Trinity Jade. Um, today I'm accompanying Argel um, as his guitarist. Um, I've been playing guitar for a very long time, so this has been a great opportunity to just work with Argel. Um, I'm also a singer-songwriter and work-in-progress pr producer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited to be here. Well, we're definitely excited to have you be a part of our music series. So thank you so much for accepting our invite. And we're so excited to be able to highlight your music and for you to touch on the immigrant experience. Um, as you listen to his music and you will encounter this um Listen carefully to the lyrics because it'll, it'll hit you in the feels, friends. It did for me here in the studio. Tell us about the thought process behind the the storytelling, the songwriting, um, in sharing the immigrant experience, and why it's very important for you to do this. I think it's yeah. Thank you so much, Rob, actually, for featuring me to your show. First and foremost, I feel so honored to be a part of your show. Um, I think it's just really important to tell our stories in general as people um, to inspire others. I do believe that um, storytelling is it's completely essential for people to learn from and to educate others about your background. Um, I came here 10 years ago. Like to This year we're celebrating a 10-year anniversary moving to Canada from the Philippines and um, what a great way for me to celebrate by releasing an EP and getting getting here and being being featured. Um, writing songs for me is 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 somewhat it's my journal a chronicle my life through music um, I've been writing since when I was 12 years old um, but I've just been keeping them in a book <laughs> but then the pandemic hit and I was like you know what when will I release my music and when will I release and tell my story through music and that's when I decided to release singles with, with Trinity's help with my first single it doesn't matter um, the immigrant story the Im my immigrant experience is very very important because I want to inspire other immigrants too I want to inspire other young immigrants who just came here or have been here for a long time um, I think it's really really it's easy to fall into that pit of just giving up um, it's also easy to, to fall into the pit of just blaming others and blaming your experience, bl blaming your obstacles and blaming all of the things that you've gone through in life. Um, because for me, I did that when I came here. I, I had a, uh, I, it, I, it was really difficult for me to start, um, I came here, I've graduated high school when I was in the Philippines, because at that time it was still four years of high school, and then I moved here um, when I was in grade 11, so everyone has already been acquainted, everyone has already been in cliques and friend groups and stuff, um, but I was lucky to have my cousin, uh, who's the same age as mine, Noreen, shout out to you, I love you, you're amazing, <laughs> um, but Noreen was the one who, you know, helped me uh, navigate the high school life, um, but when I went to university and when I went to when I graduated and in my workplace, whenever I meet Filipinos, they tend to have the same experience as mine. And that's when I started to 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 feel seen. And that's when I started to feel heard. That like, oh, it's not just me who experienced this, who experienced to be othered, who experienced to be by themselves. Like I felt like alone sometimes when I when I moved here because I grew up speaking Tagalog all my life, um, but my parents, my, mo my mom especially was the one who taught me how to speak in English, but growing up around like the, my neighbors, my, the, 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 my, my school, they all speak in Tagalog, and then coming into a country that everyone just like, you know, speaks English is very daunting for someone who 
moved here for a 15 year old who's still navigating high school and going through puberty <laughs> i think it's really difficult but um that's the reason why i use music to to tell other people my story and to inspire them and to to make them feel what i felt when I was sharing when i was sharing these stories to my friends to feel heard and to feel seen um that's what i want the young immigrants to feel and other youth who might be going through or who can relate to my experiences Wonderful. Um, how about you, Trinity? I believe you're second gen, uh, yeah. right? Just like me as well. Um, what does it mean for you to get involved and be a part of this type of storytelling as well? To be able to, you know, be closer, be more intimate with telling the Filipino story. Yeah. Well, um, my mom is an immigrant. She was born in the Philippines and she moved when. I would say she was like seven or eight years old, and she had a lot of trouble assimilating into Canadian culture. She took ESL. Um, she went through a lot of traumatic experiences in her transition, and she would always instill in me how important it is to be yourself, to stick with your culture, to stay with your family, to like so yeah, to just just to support each other and. You know, like, I'm half Filipino, uh, so I, I'm mixed race, so my identity is um, kind of different, but my Pinoy culture that I grew up with is so a part of my identity. Um, I feel like not many people know it uh, because I don't talk about it because it's honestly just so intimate to me. Um, but yeah, like, being a part of this project is really amazing because I'm really connecting with that side of my family. and a lot of what I miss because I moved from Toronto to BC and my all my Filipino family is in Toronto so I'm not I'm not with them all the time I'm not hearing the language I'm not absorbing the culture I'm not absorbing the media that is a part of it sometimes I feel the disconnect and um, we're a small community here in BC so I'm just I'm just glad that I'm here and that I'm helping Argel because I mean we're really good friends and his story is important so Amazing. I wanted to touch on, there are a couple of songs that really got you guys going, actually. And what I mean by that, and you will hear this in the next tracks that we're about to play, um, you know, the energy was just so high, like you could, you could sense the adrenaline. It was a powerful experience for both Argel and Trinity. Can you talk about that? Do you mind sharing, you know, like when it came to playing those songs, actually, if you don't mind mentioning those two songs that really where you were in the moment, like you felt your ancestors through you. Yeah. <laughs> like it was just such a powerful feeling. Like for me, I was just closing my eyes, just really um, absorbing kind of this this beautiful experience that's unfolding. Yeah, tell us what that was like for you. Yeah, um, I think for the past few years, I have been learning more about my background because of all the trainings that I've been going through through workplace, like anti-racism work and my I'm an advocate for, of anti-racism work and inclusion. And so getting into those trainings and topics kind of make you ask yourself who you are as a person. I think growing up, knowing the history of the Philippines is just... You can't even imagine that we've gone through that, you know? Like, we've been colonized by the Spanish people and then Americans and then the Japanese people. And we somewhat lost our identity and our connection to our to our indigenous peoples, to our, to our ancestors. And so I found music as a f way for me to connect to it. Oh, I don't want to get emotional, but I feel You're like allowed to. those two songs, Story We Tell and What Now, 
are connected for me. Story We Tell is a song that I wrote to chronicle my journey from the Philippines to Canada. And then how, you know, you've dreamed about like Canada as this like magical place where all of your <laughs> worries and all of your, your problems will go away suddenly, right? Like when I was in the Philippines, I thought that snow tastes like vanilla. Like that snow tastes like <laughs> something else. But then I got disappointed because I taste like water. <laughs> but um, Story We Tell is, is a song that is very special to my heart because I get to uh, speak in Tagalog, which is my native language. And I think it's very special when someone speaks another language because you get to know their culture and you get to know who they are more, like another dimension to it. And that's what I want to share not just to the Filipino-Canadian community, but also to other people. Um, it's showcasing my background and, and that I'm very proud of it. And I love, I love speaking Tagalog. They don't understand how rambunctious I get or like how happy I get whenever I get to speak it to my family or to my friends or to someone who I just met and suddenly we discover that we speak Tagalog. Like it's, it's that magical feeling whenever you get to speak Tagalog. And through this track, I was able to tell my story in both English and Tagalog and give my audiences, or I guess give my listeners that experience of what, like maybe a taste or like just a peek of what a bilingual person is thinking. And and we get to be, um, a lot of people get to be awed by the, by the fact that I can speak another language, but they don't really know that that language has emotions, has feelings, it almost has its own life. And so, story we tell, we we I was like you know what this is actually the song that I want to have a debut music video like my music video to be based on uh, my first ever one because this is pretty much who I am as an artist. What now like the last song that we sang was the part two to it. So it's the song that kind of talks about my experience here. That all of <laughs> all of the things that we thought like thought of Canada was like it's not really it. I mean. Not gonna lie with you, it's still like we have lots of opportunities here. I was able to become a singer, an artist here, but there's also comes it comes with 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 um, some things that we need to learn from, like racism, like discrimination, and um, just being a good person is what I learned from it, you know. And and both of those two songs are are really important for me because I get to speak in Tagalog and I get to rap in what now um very based on like Glock 9 my favorite rapper <laughs> um and so yeah like I think that's the reason why I was carried carried away and just 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 took my like just left it like left it uh, like left everything and let the ancestors take me away <laughs> he threw it down y'all <laughs> he did a mic drop y'all come on I mean I the the moment with Trinity too was it was electrifying for you as well. So tell me about that experience. I mean, what was that for you? <laughs> you were just like in it, yeah. in the moment, in your element. <laughs> for sure, no, because literally the spoken word part when Argel is speaking Tagalog, it's like the accompaniment is very sparse. It's just simple ringed out chords, and we really intended it that way because it's supposed to, like the you're supposed to hear the words. 
You're supposed to really hear it and absorb everything that he's saying. And for me, it was almost like, it was like an out-of-body experience. It's like my ears, like they sort of glazed, like if that makes sense, like glazed over, my eyes glazed over. All I felt was the guitar and all I felt was Argel's voice. And it's one of those things that I love about live performance that you can't really recreate anywhere else. It's just so in the moment. It's so, it's such a connection between whoever you're working with or even the audience or the people watching you. And so, yeah, it, it was like the ancestors were talking to us. They were like, hey, like, we're with you. Like, you can yeah. do this. Like, say what you need to say. So, yeah. It's healing, right? Yeah. It's, it's very healing. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, for myself personally, because I was in the studio with them with the pre-recording, like, the first, like, two um, two songs, and you'll hear the shortly, friends. Um, yeah, it was so therapeutic for me. It was just so healing. Um, and thank you for sharing that music. You know, it's just so powerful. Music is so powerful, um, not only in storytelling, even when you honor your ancestors. Yeah. And um, yeah, and listeners, you're just, you know, so blessed to be able to hear this magic happen. Um, I'm going to switch it back to, you know, it's so interesting how you say, you know, uh, in the Philippines, there's this mindset, it's better to go abroad, yeah. or that is the dream. Everybody wants to get out of the Philippines. And then, you know, the reality sets in when one does move here yeah. of how, uh, how daunting the experience is, how traumatic, how life-changing it is. And there is definitely, it's not what, people would expect it to be mm-hmm. um, and when it came to overcoming those challenges you know whether it's through you know dealing with microaggressions mm-hmm. or dealing with being discriminated or even being belittled because you are Filipino yeah. right at what point you know and it's not easy for everybody mm-hmm. uh, we'll say for every immigrant it's very very hard right mm-hmm. At what point where you thought to yourself, like, you know, oh, I should have just like stayed back or did that thought even cross your mind? And in another sense, you know, where was the thought that also came where you're like, you know what, I am going to take advantage of the privileges that I do have to be able to do right by my culture, by my people, by my community and rise above these like negative kind of feelings that are attached to being an immigrant. Yeah. Sorry, that's a very loaded question. I'm sorry. Yes, yes. And I think it's a really good question, right? This is honestly like an, a good topic for us to talk about. I say I was growing up, I wasn't well off. Like mm-hmm. my family and I weren't well off. I grew up, I went to public school I for both elementary and high school. And I experienced not, I mean, I've never really shared this to anyone, but I've, I've experienced thinking of how we'll we'll be able to eat in a day um i'm getting emotional (laughs) but it's it's having those experiences of things that you don't have like experiencing that you don't have things made me appreciate it when i came here that the privileges that i can get here from canada i think it's (laughs) i think when, when you're in the Philippines and you've never been to any other country, you think that the grass is greener on the other side. And when we came here, at first I thought, wow, like, it's it's cold, it's cooler, you know, like the temperature is different, the weather is different, it's definitely Canada. But it just sets to you when I think the reality hits you, when you have to work and you have to put that 
hard work into everything in order for you to achieve stuff. And I think there's a difference between the Philippines because I feel like in the Philippines, when when you started not not having the privileges that you don't have, you, there's a tendency that you just stay there. And, and even though if you work hard, there's so many challenges and obstacles that you've got you need to go through. Um, the problems there are different. Here, I think um, it's still it's still challenging, but it's different obstacles that you have to go through. Um, and for me, taking ownership and advocating for myself was the point came uh, came to me when I experienced racism firsthand and I experienced microaggressions and I was able to identify that like this is this is what 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 racism feels like this is what racism looks like right because I feel like growing up in the Philippines it's easy for us we have this tendency of just making everything less a joke and we laugh it off yeah. um, <laughs> which is pretty much like on my single it doesn't matter right like it's, <laughs> it's not even funny yeah, right? yeah, yeah. but I'm just trying to laugh it off because at that time I've I was a permanent resident and it's a coping mechanism it's a coping mechanism and so for me I was a permanent resident and I had this fear of like what if a Canadian this is true this is really true like my first two three years here I was scared that like what if a Canadian like files a case and like you know tries to like um, to to what do you call that like to bring me back like put me back to deport the you deport me <laughs> it's funny now it's funny but it's now. scary but to it's have that scary. thought yeah yeah I had that thought when I was 17, 18 wow. that like I should not poke the bear mm. I should not like cause any commotions until I get that citizenship but then at the same time I realized when I got that citizenship that it's just a paper mm. my place in Canada is something that I can predict and I can do and I can create for myself Mm -hmm. and so at that time that's when like self-ownership came like came to place like you know what I need to advocate for myself I need to speak up I shouldn't laugh on the like some racist jokes that they 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 have experienced and they're telling me um that's where all kind of like it came to a point where I'm like rain to just rain my own lives and to just not care about other people and I'm like dropping like the title of my AP win (laughs) song is all about right like we shouldn't focus on the things that we don't have we should focus on the things that we should be working on so that we can succeed in life and achieve our goals because it's easy again that's what i mentioned it's really easy to fall into a pit where like boohoo you know like i don't have all these things i guess this is just me i'm not gonna progress but rain talks about like it doesn't really matter what what you don't have if you keep achieve like if you keep focusing on yourself and not focusing on others and what you don't have then you can achieve everything Mm -hmm. and i think that pretty much kind of like summarizes what i my experience in canada right like um i think before we recorded like i was telling you an interview that i was at like yesterday where uh, um I, can I say the the channel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like an interview with Omni News, where like they're asking me a lot of these questions, and I just had this like thought of like, wow, like I'm actually reviewing the ten years that I was here, and just noticing the the the, the things that I've achieved, just because I worked hard. And there aren't a lot of ob- there's no obstacles that I've faced in the Philippines, right? Like I didn't really have a lighter skin. When I was in the Philippines, I didn't really have like a, a thinner body. I've always been the chubbiest kid in the room. <laughs> and I learned to love that, right? Like I learned how to love my skin here because there's space for me to do that. I think 
I was able to find those spaces and I was able to find those safe spaces for me to be myself and to accept myself and to accept who I am and to accept my background that it enabled me to to have that realization of like, you know what, I need to advocate for myself and to reign my own life. Like, I shouldn't care about the negativity. I shouldn't care about the people that I'm losing because there's like people who like, you know, not like you and that's just a normal thing. It's part of life, yeah. I yeah. should focus on the people that loves me, like love me no matter what. So that's like the realization I know. <laughs> love you uh, well uh, we, we're pretty much just gonna end the episode here that was beautiful <laughs> I'm kidding no that was amazing thank you so much for sharing that like there, there is something so powerful about owning your power mm-hmm. um, owning your power um, continuing to lead with your heart mm-hmm. knowing that you know there's only so many things that you can control and by keeping focused on what you set out to do there's just so many more things that you can achieve right yeah. doesn't matter whether you're an immigrant or not you know just really honing into reclaiming your power mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you're basically unbeatable yeah right? yeah and performing arts is deemed like in the Philippines performing arts is deemed to be like a hobby mm-hmm. right and so here there's like a safe space for, for, for performing arts yeah um, I was able like my parents was always been supportive no matter what and I think my faith in God too kind of helped out too mm-hmm. um, and at the same time it's like really really cool how like it's there's a space for me to take some musical theater because musical theater was well business was my first program and finish a diploma for that but then I was like you know what like I would hate myself if like I'm in my 30s or 40s that I didn't take what I want to do and I took mm-hmm. musical theater diploma and having that space here made me realize a career in the performing arts and I think that's just really cool. I Beautiful. And that just leads me to the segue. Is that how you and Trinity met through school? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I am the youngest in my family. And I've always wanted to have like a little sister or mm-hmm. like a little brother or a little sibling. And um, when I was in my second year, I met Trinity. And like uh, she was... <laughs> <laughs> I think she was I, I mean it's like normal for like fresh like first years so just yeah. like you know look for for the group you yeah. know look for that like for a friend yeah. right? and just find like the safe space and mm-hmm. we find a safe space for like with, with each other and yeah. I've I've always I've always uh, been a fan of of her artistry as well um and so yeah like that's when our friendship started yeah literally <laughs> that's how it started it I was like it. i i remember like you ha- had your locker close to mine and you were literally just i think you were grabbing your like tap shoes or something and i was like hey can i get some advice like literally like scared like first year i'm like i don't know how to like can you like i don't even know what the conversation was but it was just like i needed advice and our gel just came in with the like the wise the wise knowledge that I really needed at the time and um, it was a really hard program what we went through it's not it's not the typical program it's it's super intense and to have someone to who I knew was watching my back and making sure that I was okay the whole time is I'm just so blessed to have that <laughs> literally so blessed to have that I'm so glad that I met Argel <laughs> literally I'm so glad I met you <laughs> oh, yay yeah. I love the universe put you together yeah, yeah meant sure. to yeah. be yeah. now yeah. you're performing partners together yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna throw it over to you Trinity you know when it comes to um, being in the creative arts and being able to perform like in how that feeds your soul you know what does it mean for you to be able to perform music to be able to write music to be able to perform in front of you know an audience you know how deeply meaningful is it um, for you in your life well honestly it's just like 
I tried to deny it, but I couldn't. I've just been on this journey since I was really young. I've just been a singer my whole life, and every time I was like, oh, I'm not gonna do it, I'm not gonna perform, I'm gonna give it up, I'm gonna do something more practical, it always sneaks up on me. And it's something that like I've come to accept about myself that this is what I need to do. This is the only thing that brings me joy in my life. It's like, it's um, it's addicting. It's something that is so incredibly difficult. Performing is not an easy feat. It takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of practice and hard work. But honestly, I wouldn't. I'd. I would rather. I just need to do it. Like it was. It's a part of my, my whole entire life. And I really do believe that I was put on this earth, um, to share my voice and um, my artistry and like I, I don't know it's just one of those things that like I think about every day how much I want to create like I'm a very creative person I write every day I songwrite all the time I'm working on right now on how to be a producer um, I bought like just a bunch of equipment I bought a new guitar um, and I was really thinking, I was actually talking to Arjel recently about this, I was like, yeah. you know, what is the next step for me? Like, what should I do to really apply myself to this industry? How do I get in, really? And he was just like, be yourself, like be honest with your artistry, be who you are, keep yeah. working hard, mm -hmm. never stop. And. Um, yeah, Argel has like continued to be one of those <laughs> just people. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, who's just really encouraging to like like validate how I feel and just be like, just do it. And um, there's nothing like performing on a stage in front of a bunch of people and just being connected with mm -hmm. other people. I feel like I often find myself um, at like a like at a like a block uh, yeah. and connecting with like people. I'm really bad socially. But on stage, it's like I can be truly who I am inside and like 100% me. I don't have to hide myself. Mm -hmm. And that's so important to me because everyone should ha have the ability to feel like that. Mm -hmm. Right. Beautiful. Oh, well, that was an amazing segue uh, to our next announcement. Um, you are able to meet Argel and Trinity for our Filipino Fridays Music Lounge series live shows. That's right, friends. We are going live. <laughs> Freak out now. Buy your tickets. <laughs> yeah, buy your tickets now. Um, so watch out for um, the ticket link when it goes live. Um, we are going to have a show here at UBC um, at the nest in the atrium for may 29 and of course we are going to take over fortune sound club on june 13th so make sure you save that date make sure you get your tickets and uh, make sure you come come out support of wonderful filipino artists uh, amazing musical talents like argel and trinity and here they are with their next collection of songs starting with story we tell followed by there it goes and closing off with what now to you it never happened, but I'm certain that it happened. The terrors of this place were taken out of pace. The colors of tomorrow will never see it fly again. Cause out of sorrow, they washed it out of the bay. Mama said, come running to the borders of the sky. There we'll start over, it is time to aim high. 
Life's a perfect hideout, might not see what it's about. All I know it's perfect, a runway for us to fly. High, high, high. Every corner has its eyes on us. Tell her story, story Blinded by the things we can't see, can't see Every corner has its eyes on us And the room gets louder To you there is no difference But I see all of the fences Bordering the maze where we chose to live the colors of tomorrow will never see it fly again. Cause out of sorrow, they took the arrow. Kabaga ko'y tumatakbo, naririnig ko ang bugso ng damdamin. Pilit na inaamin sa sarili ko. Ako'y nagkamalit, nag-iba ng ugali. Kailang pipiliin itanggi ang sarili. Tayo ay tali sa lubid ng mga istorya. Ng kasaysayan na punong-puno ng mga bala. Piniling kalimutan ng iyong pinanggalingan. Upang makibagay at maintindihan na gaalangan. Noon lumipat ang bayan. Yung tinalikuran ni kang nakasanayan. Well, it's definitely difficult to live in a place. When everyone around you thinks you're out of the race yeah mama said come running to the borders of the sky there we'll start over it is time to aim high lies a perfect hideout might not see what it's about all i know it's perfect around me for us to fly High, high, high Every corner has its eyes on us Ooh. Every breath I take, I pay a price This is why we tell a story Story blinded by the things we can't see, can see. Every corner has its eyes on us, and the room gets louder. Sa bawat pagakbang, sabay na kaabang Binansag ang pelas ng silanganan ng tahanan Ang tangi kong hiling, huwag sana niya akong itakwil Pagkat di ko hinangad ang kanyang lupa ay lisanin Banyagaman ang mga salitang sinasambit Kapalit ang pagkakataong pangarap makamit I admit, I never gave myself a chance to pick But now telling my story through music is my new trick Ooh, whoa To you it never happened To you there is no difference If 
5 p.m. I'm almost done. Said goodbye to the sun. Don't wanna walk, I could run. 5:03, got a long line. Maybe that is the sign for me to not whine. My life has been okay. Got nothing to say. That doesn't mean I don't have the nerves. Sometimes pain is a lot to take when I'm down. The night comes, then I suddenly felt used. Early darkness, someone is still news. I don't know why I'm feeling this, but right away I feel like I am. Bursting like a blue balloon Ooh, There it goes, there it goes, there it goes Ooh, Pieces by pieces There it goes, there it goes, there it goes 7 p.m. walking alone Contemplating my loans, I don't know the right tone. I took the 502 instead. I don't know what I said, but I'm feeling red. My life has been okay. Got nothing to say. It doesn't mean I don't have the nerves. Sometimes pain is a lot to take when I'm down. The night comes, then I suddenly felt used. Early darkness, someone is still news. I don't know why I'm feeling this, but right away I feel like I am bursting like a blue balloon. Ooh, there it goes, there it goes, there it goes. Ooh, pieces by pieces, there it goes.
way not to say I'm okay. Lately I've been thinking about the day I walked away. I flew 5,000 miles with a smile, waited lines. I didn't know how hard it is to lose everything and start from zero. both my shoes I can't afford to lose and bruise this game time to lift up my head but I couldn't forget what my heart said it bled I don't know about why did I lie when I sighed I tried to see both days and nights and move past all the fights I couldn't hear the echoes of the waves I used to know I couldn't write the words that bear the stories of my folks So now, so now What now? I'm so hurting I'm so hurting since I left I'm still hurting I tried healing While I'm kneeling Oh, they know I tried healing all my life I waited for that moment where I feel so tall To climb that peak where I can stand and see them all Oh, I'm still hurting, I tried healing What now? Pause, it's all going fast I couldn't surpass the past No, I won't last Pause, I got so much loss just need to lose the cause Why cross the seas? Oh, kaya hirap isipin kung paano mabigas Ang nadaramang ito at pangamba na magwakas ang tila Telenobelang buhay na pasan-pasan kilan ko Kaya makakamit ang kaliwanagan makita Ang kasiyahan sa bagong buhay na laan Bibit ang pahay ng aking ama't ina Para mahanap ang tahanan Kukup-kup sa akin, daan-daan tahakin Marami pang tiisin, tutin mga hangarin I don't know about why did I lie when I sighed I tried to see both days and nights Move past all the fights I couldn't hear the echoes of the waves I used to know I couldn't write the words that bear the stories of my folks So now, so now, what now? Paano kung biglang makalimutan ang pangalan na dugtong at tag-alaga sa nakagis na nabuhay? Paano kung biglang alunin ang dagat ang husay na tulay sa pagtupad at paglipad ng iyong pangarap? Trying to live my life in color Working too much, I broke my shoulders I'd rather take my time to reminisce my past mistakes Even if it takes a bit, a moment to reclaim my peace After that I'll dedicate every second I can get Walking patiently to find my happiness with no regrets With no regrets what now? I'm still hurting, I'm still hurting, I'm still hurting since I left. I'm still hurting, I'm still hurting, I'm still hurting. I tried healing while I'm kneeling, oh, they know I tried healing. All my life I waited for the moment where I feel so tall. Climb the peak where I can stand and see them all. Oh, oh. I'm still hurting after healing. 
you say I'm okay? Lately I've been thinking about the day I walked away. I flew 5,000 miles with a smile, waited in line. I didn't know how hard it is to lose everything and start from zero. Thank you again, Argel, MDR, and Trinity for that wonderful set. They recorded this live at the CITR Lounge Studio. And that leads us to the next thing. Where can our audience find you? Plug in your socials right now. Argel. Yes, uh, you can find me on Instagram, ArgelMDR, A-R-G-E-L-M-D-R. Uh, YouTube, you can search me, ArgelMDR. You can check my debut music video and the music video for Rain. Um, you can also find me on Facebook, A-R-G-E-L-M-D-R. And I'm also available on Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Um, You can search all my music there. You can see um, my four singles that I've released past year and my brand new EP with four new songs. So check me out. Awesome. Um, I just have a personal Instagram that I am quite active on. It's just at TrinityVM underscore. Um, Yeah, that's all I have for the socials. (laughs) And make sure you come out and watch them for the live shows for the Filipino Fridays Music Lounge Series in part of Exploration Festival. Thank you so much for joining us in the studio. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for this episode. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Filipino Fridays Podcast. Uh, We will be launching the event page for this event, so make sure you watch out for that. And, of course, um, tune in at CITR 101.9 FM every Monday at 11 a.m., especially this month. Every week, y'all, we got you. Thank you so much for joining us. Catch us in the next episode. Let's get it. (laughs) 